Aloha, my friends. Are you worried that your kids are going to fall behind if you homeschool? Because you've been playing around with the idea, or maybe you're in homeschooling right now and you're like, you know what, I want to put them back into school, but I'm worried that they are going to fall behind if I continue to homeschool and so forth. Well, if that is on your objection list or if that is on your worry list with homeschooling, this episode is for you because I'm gonna talk to you about two ways where you can at least measure your kids and know that homeschooling is actually helping them succeed. Or better yet, you can assess your kids to see where they are at where they need improvements because to me that is better. I don't like to say like, oh, I've, I've failed my kids and they fell behind. No, you're actually meeting them where they're at. So let's jump into this episode and talk all about it. And if you wanted to build your own homeschooling library of greatness, that's what I'm going to call this. There is a homeschool mom summer summit coming up June 20th to 24th. Yes, save that date mark off that week for you to really dive into homeschooling. Why? Because this is gonna have a ton of information, of workshops, all about homeschooling, from year-round homeschooling, to faith-based homeschooling, to summer activities, to things about mom, like all in between. And yes, it is free to join in. And you can attend that week and get all that information. But if that is not enough time, which I don't think it's not enough time for all of that greatness to actually soak in, I highly suggest you upgrade to the Lifetime VIP Pass. That way you can go through all the workshops at your own pace and you can actually take what you need, leave the rest, come back to it when you need to. Like I said, build your own library of greatness. So I have the link to register. It is in my show notes. Definitely save your spot. You got to wait till June 6th, but I'm telling you now because I want you to mark your calendar and save your date for this so that you know, I know if you're like me and you're a planner, you know what's going on in your life. Add this into it. This is for you, whether you are homeschooling right now or not, especially if you've been toying with the idea, definitely come into this homeschool mom summer summit with an open mind to see and learn from all the ones who are actually doing this and how you can be supported through homeschooling, how you can make it successful, how you can make it your own. All right, it's called the Homeschool Mom Summer Summit. I will see you there. Aloha mamas, you've made it to the Homeschooling Entrepreneur Mom Podcast. I'm Kavaya Quinn, RN turned full-time entrepreneur and homeschool rock star to five kiddos. I know you're frustrated with homeschooling. You know there's a way to make it fun, but you haven't figured it out yet. And you're overwhelmed with combining homeschool and making money from home. You're wishing for a way to integrate homeschooling and building a business while giving your kiddos the gift of entrepreneurship. So if you're ready to create a homeschool filled with fun and adventures while you're making money, get your favorite mama juice and throw your hair in a messy bun. Let's get to work. Aloha, my friends. In today's episode, we are going to be talking all about that objection or that worry that if you homeschool, then your kids are going to fall behind. And I'm going to talk a little deep into this because one, this was one of my biggest worries. I was like, I am not a teacher. How am I going to know if my kid is doing good? What if, you know, 
I want to send him back to school. And how do I know he's like the same level as everyone else and so forth? Like all the worries went through my head too. I remember when I first started homeschooling, I was trying to like look into the future of my kid's life all into middle school and high school. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to prepare him enough and all the things. And I had to kind of step back and be like, hold up (laughs) one day at a time, one step at a time. And the truth is you as the parent, we know we come with a loving heart. And I want to start off with this to set the tone that you will never do anything to fail your kids. Like that's how much you love them. And you know, you will never do anything to purposely like make your kids fall behind. Like that is never in your intention. So with that being said, you will find ways to help them succeed. And I'm not talking about like, you're never going to have, your kid is never going to fail in any way, because I truly believe that failing and, you know, going through challenges, obstacles, all the things makes us a better person. I'm just talking about like, you will not purposely make your kid fall behind. What you will do as a parent, and this goes to if even if you don't homeschool and your kid is in traditional schooling, you meet your kids where they are at, right? Because not every child is going to be at quote unquote grade level. Your child may be excelling in one subject and maybe not doing so well in another one. Because guess what? That's how we all are. You, me, your child, we usually are not like amazing at every single subject in school. You know, that's just life. (laughs) And we can't put so much pressure and expectations on our own kids and ourselves. Let's take that off of us. And then I will tell you, there are ways though that you can at least assess your kids to know that they are succeeding. But also more importantly, to see where they are currently at and where the gaps that you need to fill in your homeschool. Um, So... I'm going to tell you from the get-go, the way I look at standardized testing or any kind of testing, the way I look at it, I do not teach to a test. I rather teach my kids skills that they would need, learning skills, how to figure things out, being resourceful, critical thinking, and all of those things. That is my goal when it comes to school and learning. So with that being said, in our state, we do have to give our kids yearly assessments so don't get me wrong we do do assessments in this house but if you are a person where testing assessment all those things mean a lot to you and you know that is something that is part of your homeschool journey your guys goals then go for it like you can utilize that as one of the ways to see if your kid is succeeding in homeschool Use that as your gauge or as your standard or whatever you want to do. And it is available to you. So not all states require standardized testing every single year. Back in Hawaii, it was for certain grade levels. Here in Washington, it is for every school year after one of your kids makes eight years old and beyond. So make sure you know your homeschool laws, number one. Um, And number two, you can utilize standardized testing as much as you want. If that is how you want to measure your kids and to see if you're headed in the right path and you're, you know, following the curriculum and you're doing good with that, then go for it. 
that is one way. And especially if your curriculum already comes with like quizzes and tests, obviously that is a way to know that you're not, your kid is not falling behind. The other thing to know is if you don't feel comfortable administering a standardized test yourself, you can hire someone to do it. There are teachers or people who do that for a living. They come and administer a standardized test for your child. There are many different ways to administer a standardized test. You can do a timed standardized test. You can do untimed and so forth. Like go and Google it. You will find a plethora of information on it. And this is mainly for like the type A people who are like, no, I need to know the grade, the test and all those things. That was who I felt I thought I was when I first started homeschooling. And then what I realized was more important to me is the second way. And it was to measure my kids progress by their character. Because in our homeschool, having a certain grade or reaching a certain level on a standardized test is not part of our goals. I will continue to give it to them. And the way we utilize standardized testing in our school or like our homeschool is we use it as a gauge to see where they're at, to actually just assess them and to see if there's gaps and um, see if we're doing great. Like I know my kids are amazing at math and science. I They do so well in both of that. Like they score above their grade level and beyond, which like makes me know that, hey, I'm doing something right. <laughs> um, for language and reading, they're at their grade level. Does that disappoint me? No, because me, myself, and I, I'm not the best language slash English teacher, like in itself. But I know, hey, I'm at least I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing and they're where they're supposed to be at, quote unquote. So that is what I like to, how I like to use standardized testing in my school. I use it as, okay, I'll be sitting down with them and if, I see that they're struggling with certain types of subjects or um, subtopics. Then I go, okay, that's something I need to add into my homeschool. This is something we need to focus on. Maybe that's something I didn't touch on or we have to refresh. And that's a great way to actually utilize the test, whether you use it as your standard or not. Like, that's just a great tip for you all. Now, when I say the second way is to measure their progress by character, this is going, okay, sit down with your child and say, by the end of this school year or by mid-semester or by the end of this semester, what would you specifically like to work on and get better at? And this is not necessarily measured by a grade. It could be something like, I want to be better at speaking and communicating. So this was something for like my oldest child. I know this is part of our fault where we would keep telling everyone like oh oh he's shy oh he's shy and we did that for when he was I don't know like one to about four years old we would continue to say that our oldest was shy then he just started repeating it and we realized like oh we shouldn't have done that (laughs) maybe he just didn't want to talk to that person who knows but we started changing the way we spoke to him and what we realized that did was that made him hesitant to talk to anyone and to really expand his communication. So that's what we kind of had to continue to, you know, build that character in him. So for 
example, one of the things we talked about, my my husband, me, and our oldest child, we sat down and we're like, okay, for school, one of the things would you agree that you could improve on is working to talk to other people, whether it's like at the grocery store or paying for your things or um, maybe just introducing yourself. Like that is a characteristic you would need in life. And so that's one of the things we put into his homeschool plan. I I guess that's what you could call it. And that's what we love to measure our kids' success by. That's one of the biggest things is their characters, character. Not just what they're scoring on a math test or English reading test, but more so like building a um, building a great adult. Like I guess that's the way to explain it. Like we are responsible for these kids to as much as we can to give them every opportunity to become amazing adults. So what else can we give them? And if you look at it in that light, man, you're never going to have your kids fall behind. You know, you're going to continue to work with them and, you know, find other characteristics that they can build and how your homeschool can build that for them. Um, I know public school and private school, they, they have certain standards that they have to reach in itself. Um, but the one of the beauties of homeschool is that you can create a homeschool that really is well-rounded for your child and customize and personalize to their needs, um, to their gaps, and how you can help them be the most successful. So that is the way I like to do it. I love to measure their progress by their character. I would have them work towards a challenge um, that we all talk about so it's including them in that conversation and say okay what things can we do to help you gain more confidence in that so going back to the example of my oldest I said okay when we go to the mall I'm gonna have you go pay for things by yourself I'm gonna teach you how to do it I'm gonna stand there and help you do it and then eventually you're gonna have to do it by yourself and he's like oh I don't know if you can do it yes it was like Sometimes it felt like pulling teeth. I'm like, no, we agreed upon this. You need to go. I'm going to stand right here. I'm not going to speak. I want you to, you can speak for yourself and just keep encouraging, encouraging, encouraging to the point where he did it. Even if it was sending his little brother to (laughs) be his support system and to pay for the lemonade or whatever, to the point where I remember he was um, at the, on our snow trip and he went onto the ski lift by himself. And when he came down, he said, mom, I introduced myself to the people I was riding the ski lift with. Their names is blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. They've been snowboarding for this long. Um, They've been coming to this mountain for this long. And they gave me some tips and it was awesome. And he learned all of that in like a three minute ride. So for me, that right there measures progress. That right there shows me like, wow, he is gaining skills. And yes, it can be applied to his actual like, core subjects and he can excel utilizing these characteristics in that because it builds confidence in them like when you build their character it builds confidence and then from there they can apply it to their regular school so i hope i didn't babble on and (laughs) you got an understanding of how homeschool will never let your kids fall behind because you will never let them do that and there are ways you can actually measure them 
and see what you can do to support them and what gaps you need to fill for them. So definitely assessments is one, standardized testing, utilize what fits your kid the best. Maybe it is hiring a teacher or somebody to do the assessments for you. And then, like I said, you should also have in place a way to measure their progress based on their character and things that you would want them to build more confidence in. All right, friends, I hope this was a great episode for you and gave you lots of golden nuggets for your homeschool or just for your life. I feel like everything about homeschool can be applied to your family life and every parenting life, um, regardless of your homeschool status. And if this was great for you, I would love it if you could just share with me on Instagram. My Instagram is Kawai underscore Aquin, K-A-W-A-I underscore A-H-Q-U-I-N. I would love to chat, connect with you, and hear all about it. And if you didn't yet, definitely go save that link for the Homeschool Mom Summer Summit. You should definitely be there because, like I said, build your own homeschool library of greatness with this opportunity. All right. Like always, only you can make your day amazing, so go out and do that. Hey, mama friend. If this podcast inspired, encouraged, or gave you confidence to take action today, I would love for you to share it in your Instagram stories. Tag me at Kavai underscore Aquin. Then drop it in a message to another friend who needs to hear it too. The biggest compliment would be for you to take a minute from your busy mama day and leave me a review and subscribe. I'm so grateful for you and I'd love to keep this conversation going. The best way to connect would be in my Facebook group, bit.ly slash H-E-M support group. Till next time, lots of aloha. Goodbye.